This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Let's take a look at building a level one sorcerer, some of the, you know, hit die that you get, just that that makeup of what you expect to take with you um, adventuring level one. Yeah. So mechanically, uh, they're very much like wizards in the sense that they have a D6 uh, for their hit die um, and the usual progression, you know, max die for level one plus constitution modifier, da, da, da. Um, also not proficient in any armor, although there are some subclasses that kind of get around this. Um, they're also proficient in daggers, darts, slings, quarter staves, and light crossbows, which is kind of nice. Um, no tools, but they are uh, proficient in the saving throws for constitution and charisma. And then they can choose two skills, arcana, deception, insight, intimidation, persuasion, and religion. And that list is a little bit different than um, well, quite a bit different than what we see with the wizard class, mostly because they are going to be casting their spells in a much different way, using a different attribute. So uh, that's kind of the basic stuff. And then you know, you can start off with a simple weapon or crossbow, a focus or a component pouch, dungeoneering pack or explorer's pack, and two daggers. So right. that's kit for the build there for the kind of the passive stuff. Right. And... Um... A big thing that's different again from wizards is there's no spell book. There's no spell book. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wizards are the only ones that have a spell book with a small asterisk, but we'll get to that when we talk about warlocks. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later. It's our tagline. Mm-hmm. We haven't done it in a while. T-shirts uh, coming soon. Um. Yeah. And I like too that, you know, sorcerers are different in that they channel, they're one of two classes that channel their magic from charisma. Um, in the uh, no, bards? no warlocks do oh, warlocks too as well as well as paladins. Oh yeah, okay. Right, so there's actually a lot. So charisma might be actually more of the common one. It is, with a second place of being wisdom, and then a third, a distant third of intelligence. And it got it only had one class that used it, wizard. And then when we got the uh, artificer, we got a second class, but yeah there's there's actually it's more common to cast through charisma weirdly which is a new thing for 5e in the old versions charisma never really got used a lot it was it was almost mm-hmm. always the dump stat in fact i i believe the term was invented for that purpose um but uh they they corrected and some would say maybe overcorrected in fifth edition to really give you a lot of things to do with charisma but um i think now what six seven years out the dust is settled and it feels pretty good. So when we're talking about spells that sorcerers are going to know or use, again, it's significantly different from our wizards because there's not, you don't have to prepare stuff, right? You have right. access to this raw magic at, well, it's kind of like a grab bag mm-hmm. um, where it, it, it's used a lot differently, right? Yes. So, um, this is where I was mentioning earlier about the lack of versatility, where a wizard can have a large repertoire of spells 
but can only prepare a certain number of them per day and then only use them uh, if they have spell slots for them, which is typically a smaller number. With sorcerers, they learn a spell and they just know that spell, but they can't swap out every day like a wizard or even like a druid or a cleric can what they know is what they know and so it's kind of easier this way actually it's a great you know starting out um casting class uh for new players because you know the spells you know and if you have slots go ahead and cast it um but uh they learn four cantrips at level one um and then uh they get let me think here um uh yeah that is a chart here that says the number of spells known um which just goes from two to three four or five so this goes up by one every level starting with two spells known and two spell slots so you could cast one each spell once or one of the spells twice so that's kind of nice um that's really straightforward that way um and there's no like calculation based off your charisma of how to like learn new spells and all those kinds of stuff. You just, you consult the chart there in the player's handbook and you're ready to go. That's kind of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just like any spellcaster, you've got your cantrips in there. You can ritual mm -hmm. cast, right? None of that changes class to class when you're talking about spellcasters. Um, it's, it's more just, the, again, this nuance of like prepared, not prepared, known, some of that what you can choose to cast off of your spell list or not for that particular right day you know in in the game not session because there might be multiple days right just to make now, things confusing the other nice thing is is that whenever you do get a new level in sorcerer uh you can change out one of the spells you know for a different sorcerer spell from any of the source books um as long as you have a spell slot big enough to cast it so if you were like all into like doing all fire spells and then you realize at level three, you're like, yeah, that's not going super great for me. I need some versatility. You could swap one out. So you do get a chance to make some changes, but not like wizards do. It's, it's both easier and harder to get new spells. Yeah, just kind of different two sides of the same coin in a lot right. of ways. Yeah, and like we said before, they use charisma to cast. Same calculation as always. You know, the spell DCs are eight plus proficiency bonus plus your charisma modifier. Attack bonus is proficiency plus charisma modifier. You can use an arcane focus like always or a component's pouch, but that's kind of it. Their spell section is probably one of the simplest and shortest of all the casters, especially for the arcane casters. So it's, yeah, it's really straightforward. Pick a spell and you can cast it. If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The Compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. 
New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice, so make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.